Welcome to episode 24 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Uh, we've got a few special guests tonight that we didn't announce. Uh, found about found out about them yesterday. A couple of my old friends, Jeffrey Taylor. Right welcome. Here. Thank you for Mark Cavalli me. from Ocean Street. Just a pleasure to be here, Mike. And uh, of course, the namesake, <laughs> <laughs> the headliner, Mike Barman, always here. Um, okay, so I want to talk to Jeffrey about a couple things. Before we get into the normal stuff, you're the host. or do you want to talk about no, you're Chris Froome right now? No. Okay, cool. So I've known Mark probably close to 18, 19 years, and Jeff as well, from their days back at Jelly Rolls. Um, How did Mark, you get the job at Jelly Rolls? You're looking at that guy right there. <laughs> really? Man, yeah. there was a time. There was a, just a brief little section. I was there for the last time. year. Where I was uh, where I had some pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where'd you find him? I we had met because I was a regular there. Yeah. You were a groupie. Kinda. Yeah. Basically, me and Rob and Jeff. Wait, hey, can we? Can we? I I've been preaching this to people 25 years. I can get it on actual tape now since it's a show. We don't use tape. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 1998. <laughs> people throw around the term groupie like it's nothing, right? This is an adult podcast, right? I'm allowed to. You can yes. say what you want. I only okay. know of one child yes. listener of the week. Right. So uh, the term fan and groupie often confused, right? Yes. Fan are people that, that are fans that like the band that come to see the show. Groupies are people that do ridiculous, lewd sexual acts. To people just to get to the band. Like a fan comes to the show. I'm a groupie. Right? So you're a groupie. A groupie. <laughs> a groupie. Well, you can handle yeah. That's exactly it. A groupie gives a groupie gives a bouncer a hand job to meet the musicians. That's a groupie. It's a vile, vile. It's a tough business. business. Right. So I'm just saying. And a fan gives himself a hand. Hey, watch me in the shower. Right, exactly. Come on, come on. So that's, I, that always bothers me. Don't throw around the term groupie unless there's real implied dirtiness with it. Okay, he can't be a groupie. I was a regular. Regular. I was a I'm regular. a legacy. I didn't know you went to Buckhead that often. That's his speech. How to Every get Friday and Saturday. Every Friday. The first. Buckhead Ave. Just. We'd, we'd start out at Moon Dogs. Wow. Head right over to Jelly Rolls. Dang. There was a period before I started working with, I was well, on the walking, guest list. So let's think about this. If you're walking from Moondogs to Jelly Rolls, you have to pass 30 other bars and you didn't no. go in it. You don't no, 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 Jelly Rolls. Tin Roof, you passed Tin Roof and then you can't wait. No, it came the other way. So I went around High Five oh, Eyes. Oh, did so the you? Only one, the only one I went by was maybe Rosencrown. But the thing is, it was actually cheaper. For them to employ him and pay him, than it was. He was like he was a like a basically constantly on the top of my guest list, and I used to get rounds of comp drinks there, and I would just give them to him early. And when my other 
friends would come in, they'd be like, hey, do you give her drinks? I'm sorry, Mike already got them. It was like, so for them, they actually made them a little money. Well, that's how, that's how he threw, that's how he, that's how he built the business. Well, also, and uh, two of our bouncers were, one of them was a super, super gay guy, and like, one, uh, we, we didn't have any muscle, so he was, Mevo was like. <laughs> well, I was only, a, I was only a bouncer for about three months, I was after my knee surgery. Right. So it was basically useless. I was basically working you the, the, the register. No, I was working <laughs> the register, or sitting on the stool, checking IDs. And if I was, wasn't working there anyway, I'd be hanging out on a stool by the bathroom, yeah. checking IDs to go to the bathroom, just screwing with people. Yeah. Are you upset that the bathroom guy made twice as much as you did? Jesse. Don't talk about Jesse that way. Jesse. He's a legend. <laughs> He's a legend. I, yes. where we, I just saw him not Shut that your long mouth. He, where? Oh, what bathroom? Man, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I was playing an event, opera. I was playing an event. Shut up. He's an opera. opera. His company provides their service for that. Wow. He's I not, thought for sure that guy. He's was not dead. a regular. Nah, no, he's killing. Better than ever. Looks same. So that Other would age. have been the first. Wow. Bar I worked. Well, the second bar I worked in because I worked at one in, in college. But in I didn't. Bar, but I didn't bartend. What'd you do? DJ. No. DJ. Of no. Course. <laughs> Friday, Saturday night. This spinning is, some BNL. Bare naked ladies. Master Mike coming to you live. DJ Bevo. Really? DJ no. Bevo? No, that was before Bevo. Yeah, it's a shame. It you been, probably had a perfect name. You probably had a wing in your mouth as your DJ. No, nah, the bar didn't have food. <laughs> they didn't have chicken well, No, they didn't have food. <laughs> at, at one point, at one point though, Jelly Rolls, three of the most, uh, three of the probably five most important people, Bevo was behind the bar. Jeff and I were on stage. Other than Jimmy and Cliff, I mean, that was like that was it. You know, we were it. Yeah, it's impressive. It was one year. It was a fun one year. Really, on some of the Wednesday and Thursday nights, we were it. <laughs> just, just, I mean, I used to have to get up on the bar or the stage and do some of the dances for the. It was it was awesome. You danced. Yeah, pink Cadillac. What was what was hand jive? The hand jive. I don't know that I did the hand jive. What was the other one? We used to do Land of a Thousand Dances. Unicorn, da- unicorn dance. The unicorn dance. Oh, unicorn yeah. dance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Grease lightning. God. Grease lightning. Yeah. If only, oh, oh, if only people had cameras on yeah. their phones back then. Oh my god. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> Store that. Bring that up later because <laughs> the cell phone. Jeff has, has even more uh, to say about this particular particular topic than I do. But before cell phones, before you could take pictures on cell phones. Uh, there was a completely different dynamic that could go on. It was a way of life that was just sacred and awesome that <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of, of ourselves telling stories about some of the ridiculous things Jeff and I have experienced on stage before you ask him the questions about the walk. Like, yeah, I want to ask him about his walk across America. <laughs> let's, let's get something. Before we do that, let's get something because tangible before we go. So I, I think I, I think I mentioned you. But <laughs> I talked about way before I painted. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to Mark <laughs> earlier. I said, you know, Mike and I used to share all these stories about. About us in the restaurants and the crazy stuff we've seen. Yeah, I can only imagine what you, he goes. We don't have enough time. I go. That's okay. We just need to cover a couple of them <laughs> because I can remember a few specifics, like at at Diamond Dave's, like with on the on those Memorial Day slash Labor Day yeah mon- Sunday nights that were out of control. And that's the thing, as out of control as Dave's, as Diamond Dave's and Runaround Sue's got. That is. That's like that's like a PG thirteen movie compared to the things that we experienced in Savannah. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, you can't even. I remember you showing me one of the videos. Yeah, well, I mean, it was that's, with that's Bill with hair. Yeah, which was hilarious. That is true. <laughs> it looked like Homer Simpson. But we can go. Uh, 
<laughs> well, I mean, we can do it like oh Jesus, we can do like a every every ten episode installments where we can tell more terrible piano bar stories. You, I, we'll never run out of material. For well, that. we will double our we will double. Well, I can our, I can Skype you in for some of these, right. and, and we'll we'll do some of them. I think I don't know I don't know that it attracts people to the show. I, no, no, no. <laughs> people want to know. The cool part about podcasts is people really want to know what they didn't know. Well, what we need to know before we tell these stories is the statutes and limitations. <laughs> I, think, I think most of them are passed. Before we confess to certain acts. There are, I, can't tell, I can't tell stories. My kids are all over 18. <laughs> His kids aren't born yet. So. <laughs> under, under 18. Under 18. But yeah, you know, because I, I name names. I can't, I can't tell stories about them. All right, so Jeff, let's talk quickly about your... So a few months ago, I get a Facebook invite from you. And periodically, like every year, I get it's a different page from you, and I always accept because I always want to see what you're up to. So, and I called Mark as soon as I saw that. I was at Drew's watching football, and I, I go, "What is this nutcase doing now?" It, it comes up. Jeffrey walks across America. Was the face? Was that that's the Facebook page? Jeffrey right? walks America. Jeffrey walks America. And I, I I called Mark. He didn't answer. And I said, "What is Jeff doing now? Is he really walking across America?" So tell us about that. Well, yeah. It's so why? Why do why do it? Well, I lost a bet with Mark. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you got to go, know you gotta go with this thing. <laughs> no, real, did you really lose a bet with Mark? Or was no, it, no, no. There was a bigger purpose behind it because I think yeah, I saw I wanted, I wanted some of the videos. to meet America, to okay. meet small towns, learn the history of town, meet the people in the town, and learn the fascinating stories about the people and the... So to give some background about you, you did do you do dueling pianos still? Yes. And you're also a musician. You've had a couple different records come out. That's correct. Um, you've toured, I'm assuming, all over the world, um, doing music. That is awesome. Playing correct. music, playing in different bands and 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 whatnot. Um, what what happened on the road? <laughs> For this trip. What happened on the road? What happened oh, oh, many, on your walk? Many things happened. You sure. I know that I could encapsulate it in a okay. one small Give me some bag. highlights. Uh, well, I met a lot of cops. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I met a lot of Why the hell is this guy walking on the side of the road? Well, I was pushing a doggy cart. Yeah. For one. I had a little doggy cart I was pushing. And, uh, most people, this happened at least four or five times, they would call the police say a homeless guy's pushing a baby. <laughs> You should have put a little doll in there. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Which, you know, I get it. They're, they're concerned and thing, but, you know, you got a baby. In your mind your business. Gotta, yeah. I mean, you got to mind your own business. Right. Mind your own business. Why, why walk? Why not ride a bike or drive or... I ask that every damn day of the walk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where did you start? I actually started in Kansas. Kansas. Uh, I started out just outside of Kansas City. And how far did you get? Um, in this portion, because you're going to do it yeah, later, I'm assuming. I, I got, uh, I probably got about four or five hundred miles going. And how long? Um, about uh, twelve weeks. Wow. Uh, and on the road, you would. So you had? Did you have it set up where, you know, I'm going to go from this town to this town. I'm going to spend a couple days. I'm going to play a few gigs. No, it wasn't necessarily set up that way. It ended up being that way. Uh, largely, this walk was based off... I did a walk across Spain in 2005. Okay. It was, it's a famous walk called the Camino de Santiago. And it's a pilgrimage. I walked uh, 562 miles 
from starting in France all the way across northern Spain in 33 days. So that was really wow. all I had to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any idea what the hell was going to happen to me on this walk. And I had a lot of success right out of the gate with towns taking me in and uh, people putting me up for a few days and then finding the oldest person in the town to give me the history of the town and then meeting cool people and then getting to play for people. And then there were some towns that wanted nothing to do with me, so I'm just walking. So you just moved on. Yeah, just move on, which is not necessarily easy. You're still walking 20, you know. Most towns are 20 miles away from each other. Right. And you're just walking against traffic all day. Of of all the towns you went to, what was your favorite? Oh. Or which, maybe not your favorite, which one stood out or which one is the most memorable experience and why? Uh, one of the most memorable experiences was the third day of the walk. Uh, uh I'd had a terrible day the second day. Well, a terrible night. Um, I was entering this town, and I, I called the Chamber of Commerce ahead of time and tried to explain what I was doing, and then I wanted to meet people, learn about the town. I said, it's probably too late for somebody to take me in, but it's somewhere I could camp. And she goes, I don't have time for this shit, and hung up on me. Awesome. Damn. So that's like, great. Oh, well, this What's is the name of this town? <laughs> name names. Paola. Paola, Kansas. Paola. Wow. So I was... Uh, Don't I was like, this was going wrong. I don't have time So I this. call the city hall. I give the same spill. And the lady's like, I don't know about all that other shit, but you can camp anywhere you want by the lake. I'm like, where's the lake? She goes, five miles outside of town. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You know, people say this shit to me like five miles. Oh, it's just five miles. Like five miles. But I'm walking. That's like an hour and a half. <laughs> you know, of my life. So I I make an extra five mile trek outside to the lake, and I get there, and I find a nice spot by a tree and some shade and what have you. Set up my tent, go about my day, rest of my evening. Uh, it's about nine thirty night. I'm about to fall asleep when I hear you in the tent. Come out with your hands up. This is the Paola Police Department. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm, I'm immediately like, give me a second. I'm in a sleeping bag. I gotta unzip it, and then I, you know, I'm putting my hands out of the tent. <laughs> don't I'm shoot! Like, don't shoot! Don't exactly. shoot! I'm a groupie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm a groupie. <laughs> and so uh, they. Take my license to run it, and I, I made up these little business cards just for this purpose. That had all my information, where to find me, my website, my Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards, my phone number, mm-hmm. email, everything on this. And I hand him my ID, and the other cop I hand him, he goes, "I don't need this." So yeah, you do. Check it out and follow me. He goes. We don't need this. We just got to find out if you're wanted. I said, if I was wanted, why would I hand you a full-color business card <laughs> with 10 different ways to find me on the Internet? Right. I'm no detective, but <laughs> they were like, well, you can't camp here. Turns out there's a specific spot. Oh. And okay. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, it's another two miles down the road. What? I'm like, I'm like it's 10 o'clock at night. He goes, yeah, these rich people behind you are assholes. And they're not, they're not going to stand for this. And we're about to leave. And the next shift is going to come on and make sure you moved. And he goes, I'm sorry, but you gotta, you got to walk some more. And then they left. I'm in the dark. I Why didn't they give you a ride? They didn't even offer. I had to pack, unpack the tent, put it all back up, put everything in the well, cart. I, I had two flashlights checking everything. And I now think, it's, I think they made it clear they were getting off their shift. They don't want right, to wait for you to pack all your stuff up. <laughs> That's crazy. And so then now it's almost midnight. Yeah. And I'm having to walk the two miles, and my brain's going, "Oh my god!" And I'm just going, "Shut up! Just shut up! Just we, we have no choice. We can't get in a car. We can't call an Uber. We this is what we don't have time to even process this. Just we're walked. We're doing this shit. Shut up." <laughs> So that happened the second night. So 
the third day, all I, I, I kind of put a time limit on myself, which I learned not to do later. Um, I had to get to Chinook, Kansas in six days because I had met some people there and they had a, a, a wildlife museum. Um, about these people who actually inspired King Kong. I stole it from them. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. It's an interesting story. It was this couple that filmed. Uh, they made a travel film, so back in the day, and they, uh, they pretty much the, the guy that made King Kong got it from them. So. Oh wow. Anyway, I told them I would be there. I'm like, I was getting based off the Spain walk. Yeah, I can be there in six. I can be 130 miles in six days. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to boogie. So the next day, all I knew is I had to make it to this town called Greeley. I knew nothing of the town. And it was a particularly hot day in August. And my water had gotten warm and hot toward the end of the day. And I just wanted something to drink. I was starving. I mean, I'm dying of thirst. And I pull into this town, and there's maybe 100 people that live in this town of Greeley. Cool. Yeah. And there's nothing there. Like, there's... there's One stoplight. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not not a bar. There's not a convenience store. There's nothing, and I I just want ice. Like, mm-hmm. and there's nobody around. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. This sucks. I didn't, there's not a hotel. There's not, I don't even look at a place I can camp. And I'm mm-hmm. like, the next town is 12 miles away. Oh. And it's already 6:30 at night. Uh, and it's day, still daylight. But I'm like, what am I going to do? Don't freak out. Just don't freak out. And then this lady pulls into the post office to check her mail. And when she comes out, I'm walking up, excuse me, I'm not a vagrant, and I hand her my little card. I explain to her, I'm walking across America, meet people, is there somewhere I can camp in this town? And she's like, did you say you were walking? I'm like, yeah, and can I get ice? There's somewhere, I'm thirsty, and I just want to, I'm hot, I want to be cold. She goes, you said you are walking, right? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, can I make you dinner? My husband would love this story. I'm like... Yeah, sure. <laughs> so they lived a block away. I go over and he's like, yeah, you can stay here, man. Tell me more about this shit you're doing. And then she saw, I was carrying a guitar. She saw that and she was like, so you play it. I'm like, part of this journey is like, I want to learn your stories and share my stories, songs with you. She goes, can I invite people over? I'm like, yeah. Next thing I know, there's 50 people on her front porch. Half the town. Yeah, half the town. <laughs> yeah. Half the town's on her front porch. And I That's play awesome. for for two hours. That is awesome. And, uh, Next morning, they made me breakfast and lunch and uh, sent me on my way. And they actually came back. They came back and got me wherever I was the following week because they had a big. That little town has a big barbecue smoke off contest, and like a thousand people come, come to, to that town. town. And they're like, I'm like, well, if you come get me and take me back wherever you pick me up, I'll come back next weekend. And they did. That's awesome. Yeah. So. They so figured you couldn't get that far away. I, mean, <laughs> I made it another. Yeah, I made it another. Made it another thirty miles. <laughs> <laughs> they got me in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So what you know, you're you're. Uh, from what I talked to Mark about, it sounds like you're gonna kind of take some time off here in the winter and then resume maybe in the spring. Yeah, I, the new plan now is there was a lot of towns I learned. Like I liked being able to be in a town and meet people and the stories. The towns where I couldn't connect with anybody or stay, I, I can't set up my tent and leave my stuff. Right. So once I set up a tent, and usually most places you camp are outside the town to begin with. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just a guy walking across America and that's not what this was about and that kind of sucks. So I devised a new plan. I'm just going to pick a state. This way I can walk any state. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do research, call every town, contact towns, tell them what I'm doing. 
and uh, see who's interested. Make can, a plan. Can I recommend one? Sure. Rhode Island. Yeah, that's a good one. We could probably do that in a week. We can. Yeah, yeah. We can. All week. weekend. If I take two weeks, I could do Delaware too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then do that. And then, you know, because it, it was taking a lot of work. Yeah. I got lucky with people helping me, but then when it, that help went away and I was trying to do it on my own and I wasn't getting responses, or it was just a lot of work, plus the walking. Uh, what about cell phone? How'd you charge your phone? I had a, a solar charger. Oh, okay. Uh, and I carried a cell phone and an iPad with two different carriers, so I always had so wow. a signal. Smart. Yeah. yeah. I had a solar charger, so... Yeah, it was it was fascinating. I was getting sort of uh, daily accounts of, of what was going on, and it was uh, it was re- refreshing and reassuring to see so many people willing to help and reach out. But uh, and and great successes. I mean, you had a water sponsor, and like things all pop up like pretty fast. Yeah, but the water sponsor never really sponsored the water. A lot of people came out of the woodwork wanting to do things and just getting their name out there. And then they but not actually not, doing anything. They don't do anything. Yeah. And I also found with the success I had was largely in towns under five thousand people. When towns started getting more people, I there's I noticed one thing: less community, in, in less neighborly. And nobody, I, now I'm just, oh, look at the homeless guy with a buggy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And a baby. I bet we can get mess from that guy. And a baby. I bet we can get best from that guy. At, <laughs> at the end, wasn't there, didn't you get run off the road? Several times. <laughs> no, but, no. Okay. The last, the last time yeah, I checked car, in on car, you was maybe the a month ago, a month and a half ago. The car came at the buggy. And, and took uh, the buggy out. And nicked the buggy. And, it was, and destroyed the buggy. And, and then you got the flu or you got sick real bad. Well, that was before that. Oh, okay. I got sick on the walk and that was uh, not pleasant. No. Can't uh, imagine it would be. And there was a town, there was one town left me homeless. What? They took all your stuff? They took your buggy? No, no. Uh, uh, one one town. Uh, since I'm not, I'm not gonna name the town. For this story. What so I got one more. I don't want towns to know that I'm talking shit about them. Don't, don't, don't worry. No one listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until I name a town. And then, one town, the lady, chamber lady, promised to help me out, and she's like, "We got things set up for you." And I, you know, I walk into the town, and. And she had a lady just show me around the center of the town. That was it. And then she was like, I'm, I'm setting up where you're going to stay, and I'll let you know in a few hours. So now I'm just kind of hanging out. I'm homeless, pushing the buggy around town, waiting for her. And I text her. She goes, yeah, I'll get back to you in an hour. And then she doesn't. And then I call her, text her, nothing. She's not answering her phone. It's starting to get dark. Now I had to do something I have never had to do so far on this walk. I had to beg. I had to go to people and go, oh, you don't know me, but the nearest hotel is four miles away. It's dark. I can't. Can you give me a ride? You know, and Ugh. I was calling. We have a mutual friend, Rudy from New York. I called him. He's like, "Ah, fuck him, move on." I'm like, "You don't understand. When something goes bad on yeah. this, it's bad. It's not like I can get in my car. Yeah, screw this town. I'm gonna go to the next town. I'm gonna, when something goes wrong, something goes wrong." And okay, so where can people go to follow your story and JeffreyWalksAmerica.com? Okay, and you're on Facebook and yeah. Twitter and it's Instagram. Jeffrey with one L, J E F R E Y. Okay. Yeah. So, for those of you... We could just call both your listeners right now and just... (laughs) (laughs) Why call them? They're sitting at the table. (laughs) (laughs) So, JeffreyWalksAmerica.com. 
Right, that's correct. With yes. one F, Jeffrey with one F. That is, yes. Where can they find your music? Uh, JeffreyTaylor.com. Okay. Yeah. And you're all over social media as well. That is correct. They'll find from from any one. Like he probably doesn't profile. have underscores, so you can probably find. Well, me. he's got like four Facebook profiles. There's really. <laughs> no, it's down to two now. <laughs> <laughs> it was up around four though. A professional and a non-professional. No, all professional. Really. <laughs> There was the penguin and something. Oh, the cowboy and the penguin. The cowboy and the penguin. Don't forget about Oliver Story. Oliver Story's is the stage name of Jelly Rose. There was Jeffrey, Jeffrey awesome. Motherfucking Taylor or Motherfunkin' Taylor. One of, or Motherfucking Taylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been so many different ones. One F Jeff. One F Jeff. One F Jeff. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you can, that, that one, that, you can sell that. One F Jeff. Yeah. That's the new one. All right. Woo! Let's talk about... Stories from the Dueling Piano stage. Aren't you guys gonna do your like any of your podcasts? Oh yeah, yeah, we've got plenty of time. We can bang that out in like twenty five yeah. minutes. Okay. We can we can motivate that part. We don't. Well, there's only been a few guests on our show, so this is kind of this is. <laughs> oh, just a reminder, because Scott Patton emailed yes. us well, on about Facebook. Google. So we are now li- available on Google Play, yeah. Podbean, and iTunes. Because Scott wasn't. He Scott like was Podbean. he did, he was he was not happy with the reception on Podbean, mm-hmm. so we had to we had to change the antennas to allow him to download our podcast. So we but we he did. is our he he always gets a Scott Patton shout out. He listens to every show. He does a great job. Starts he keeps with one. in check. He was our first guest. Starts with one. So you guys are on one. Google Play and uh, we are yeah Barman and Beefo podcast. But we're both Apple right, guys, you know. so we're more iTunes. Centric. Well, it took us about six episodes to get on iTunes because I couldn't figure it out. I can't believe how many episodes we've done. I know. It's almost how many have you done? What, 24, you said? Uh, this is 24, but we also did six, six, tour, six, six Tour de France, de France episodes. Only. Six what? Tour de France. Only. During Tour de France, we did two or three a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. You got you to gotta, like, gotta make sure that people know in the beginning. Well, we were doing you know, stage well, previews, stage recaps. No, I'm just saying if they wanted to... You know, if they want to tune in for all this juicy content, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't gotta want sell first, them on something. You wouldn't want their first exposure to be the old. Gotta sell the sizzle too, Mark. When we get when, when we get paid, it's gonna be because when they go back to look at everything we've done, they're like, "That's why we pay them a million dollars each, because right. this is what we've done." So, where'd you guys take this photo? That is from St. Patrick's Day. Um, the harp. Ten years ago, <laughs> the harp. He's seen the costume. There's a. I have a great photo of people in that costume. I'm in my Elvis costume. <laughs> Halloween, 2007, Killing nobody. Nobody won. They couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> what are the chances that Elvis and yeah. St. Patrick are in the same room? <laughs> Those two idiots. I might have to throw that. I've got that picture somewhere. I'll, I'll throw it. Picture, I'll throw yeah. it up on Facebook for everybody. It's a great picture. Um, so, you know, I've whenever We're both I Irish. I'm half. You're half, at least. I'm one eighth. I'm half Irish, half Scottish. Wet dang! So, that's where the accent's from. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's tell some. We'll tell like I'll let you guys tell a couple each. I want to tell one because I've been to you. Whenever I go to one of your shows, and if I'm drinking, I tend to get loud quick. (laughs) Well. So I have bits that I've created for the show. That is true. You are one of the few people who has created a sing-along bit. Oh, I got really? to do this. Well, well it's, it's, so it's the best one. At one point, we were so regular at Jelly Rolls that we would start requesting 
The Gambler, five songs before they started playing it. Yeah. Rob and I would sit in the corner, and Jimmy would get so annoyed with us. He's like, these two are like the two old guys in the Muppet Show. Yeah. <laughs> And like in the middle of the song, they'd be doing a sing-along song, and Rob and I would yell, "When to hold them?" And they'd just start shaking their heads. Can you name, can you name those two guys? I I don't remember their names. It's Waldorf and Asdorf, and it's Waldorf and one other. I want to say Merlin or Mer- Merriman or something. Waldorf and Merriman. But there's that the uh, they're the original Beavis and Butthead because that, that the, laugh is the same at the Muppet 3D in Disney World. They're they're on the balcony and they say, he "says I wish they'd move the show." <laughs> Where I wish they'd move it to Pittsburgh. Well, there's only two <laughs> songs Mike can sing: The Gambler. That's and Purple Rain. Yeah, I can't sing Purple so, Rain. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I can't do. I love that song, but I cannot sing it. If we don't tell this now, we'll forget it, and people will be angry at us. So, the, in the Gambler, the sing along is in the chorus. You got to know when to hold them. Crowd says when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Crowd says when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when you have your money with people. That's the the sing along is just those two ad libs. Well, that became so mundane for our regulars, Mike. They decided that they were just going to sing when the hold when to hold. Them. I say you got to know when to hold them. They say when to hold them. Know when to fold them. When to hold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When to hold them. Here comes for for no reason. That's it. For no reason. When to hold them. It became it became so addicting that I couldn't do the song any other way. So I would make other sing along crowds. Oh yes. Do it that way. Not only that, but. The only time this happens is at after the first line in the second verse. It's what's the line? Um, every, every, every gambler knows the secret to survival is no one to throw away, no one what to keep. No, every gambler knows, and I yell, "When to hold him?" <laughs> in the middle, and of the line. He, he loses it every <laughs> time. In the middle of the line, middle of the line. cause and he he pauses for it now, <laughs> and he laughs, or Mike Reno laughs, or whoever's doing the song with him laughs. That and uh, every, every hands a winner, winner all and all my friends, friends are losers. losers. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, we're both so entertained by this. Like I love it. And we're the only ones in the crowd getting. Yeah, nobody else. Everybody else, like, when is it? When did, when did this show go sorry? But I don't care. It's one of those. It's one of those little nuances that a lot of people won't understand. That that was born from repetition, repetition, age, drinking. Rep, it was it. It's a it's a fast. I went to Jelly Rolls between ninety nine and two thousand, and this is probably right around when. Right after I left. Right after I was going when you were there because I remember you being there. Yeah. Um. And I would go, I probably went in a year, 52 times. I believe it. There, I mean, I, there, were, there was probably never a, a span of more than three weeks when I didn't go there. And after a couple weeks, I probably put them on the guest list every night. I bet. I remember the time they, Ocean Street needed t-shirts. Yeah. And I called him on his cell phone. He's like... Well, I'm driving back from Albany, or, or oh, he made exactly the, right. No, I was on my way to Albany from Savannah. He Mark the, called me and yeah. was like, "Hey, we're short on shirts. Can he you?" Made the, he made the mid, dude, midnight run. Dude, he was like, "No." So this is a great he story. Was all in. On the road all to Ocean Street. So we go to Hilton Head to play. I'm the roadie, not <laughs> I'm the roadie. Setting up equipment, selling merch, play with driving God. the band. That one was with Angie Aparo and the all. No, it was with the, the guy with the sunglasses, the country singer. Oh, Corey Smith. Corey Smith. 
And then the following <laughs> night, we were going, uh, we were going to Albany and playing with Zach Brown. Yes, guys. Both guys win. And and we need more. Day, maybe Waycross. Yes, yeah, Waycross. But the, and that was the Ocean <laughs> Show. But the the Albany one was at the Albany Theater, and it was it was a ton, a ton of people. We were the opening band, but even though we we're making shit, if you have TVs. Or TVs. If you have T-shirts and CDs, <laughs> you can go out after your show, you know, and you you can crush. You can make twice yeah. the money you make for playing the show, yes. selling merch. And and Bevo made the midnight run. He I made, drove them. I remember talking to him. I, was, I called him up for some reason. He's like, "Uh, I'm heading back to my place. I'm coming to Atlanta. I'm picking up T-shirts for Ocean Street." And then going I, right back to Albany. I was like, "Oh shoot!" I, because you know. Like we always talk about the podcast, Mike and I will hang out for five weeks in a row, and then we won't see each other for eight months. <clears throat> like, well, not anymore. Well, <laughs> but yeah, that's how it, ten years of our but, relationship but was. Yes, it was like it, we would see each other five weeks in a row, and then it was like boom. And then I was like, "Hey, you want to hang out here?" It's like, "No, I'm picking up Ocean Street T-shirts." The reason Mike is great is because I called him. I said, "Listen, man, I need you to do a favor for me," <laughs> and he said. I don't know. I'm kind of busy. I'm supposed to be taking a load of manure out to Conyers. <laughs> a load of what? Manure. <laughs> pull the pull the smoke in the vein of my throat right now. <laughs> like a, like I wasn't you know like I was, I had you know I had nothing else to do. And I took it laughing because I knew that I knew the answer then was yes, and he did it. It was great. It's true. That's actually true. So my favorite dueling piano stories was Diamond Dave's. Wait, that wasn't it. That wasn't doing the song. That was Ocean Street. The Gambler? Mm. I thought that was the Dude, you and the Gambler. Well, that's just part of my life. All right, okay. You and the Gambler is, it's part of your persona. It's my theme song. It's so bizarre how you sing that song because you can't sing anything else. Well, you don't have to sing it. You just have to talk it. Well, <laughs> it's not really singing. Yeah, that's why it's so pro. Like, it don't yeah, have to be. But in the tune. second you grab a microphone and you know you're gonna sing the gambler, you get so serious. So Mark, and it's like so. Next time he sings it at karaoke, you've got to do. This I don't part. do karaoke. Oh, oh. We, 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 he's, no, he sings at karaoke. You do the other part. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, that was bound to happen. <laughs> Mark broke a chair. Almost went down. <laughs> Those chairs are ancient. Yeah. Um, no, well, that's a bit. You know, okay, so, I, so I sing it. No, but wedding. you, when you Amber. grab, oh, that's, that's where it was. When he has the gambler, does he not grab the microphone by both hands? Oh, yeah. He gets, I'll he get gets, right into it. He gets like, <laughs> well, yeah, this is like, you can, I'm bringing it, I'm bringing all the sweat Sometimes out. Sometimes he grabs mine. Double fist Groupie style. Groupie style. So, sorry. This is like a, it was so. But late. I love how he gets ready for the game because you, you know, it's coming. He's like, he's like, I got this. I'm going to do it. You know, he grips it. I don't care how there, bad it is. When you fun. get up there and that you get in front of that microphone with a nice PA system, those lights hit you. You got to get in the zone. I did it at my wedding. So Jess yes. is Venezuelan. So half the people don't speak English, any English. <laughs> and I'm singing it, and like people are like, is that Mike singing up there? Like never expected it, it, a guy from New York to be singing the Gambler <laughs> at his wedding. Did you even try to learn it in Spanish? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you do they the Spanish understand accent. it. <laughs> they just refuse to learn. All right, so Labor Day weekend, probably 15 years ago. I'm actually a little nervous. Oh, Jesus. We did some crazy stuff. So <laughs> we were pregame at Bill Gies' house mm. all afternoon. <laughs> like from Sunday at 2 until 7, everybody would go to Diamond Dave's. Yes. <laughs> 30 people at Gies' house go over to Diamond Dave's. Cliff 
gets, I mean, obliterated. Even drunk for him. For him. Yeah. No. To the point where you guys are doing the Limerick song, or the Gangbang song, one of the two. You you sing your part, you throw it over to Cliff. Cliff's sitting there playing it, but not singing, and he thinks he's singing it. <laughs> and Mark just starts looking at him, and he goes, are you okay? And Cliff's looking at him like, what the hell? <laughs> and Cliff doing the little head bob. Yeah, he's doing the head bob, he thinks he's singing, and he's not, nothing's coming out of his mouth. And the next thing I know, Cliff realizes he's not singing. He starts laughing, falls off his stool, and rolls off the stage at Diamond Dave's. But like rolls down the stairs. And Mark at this point is in tears. <laughs> and and I'm there. I'm I mean I'm pretty drunk, but I'm laughing. Drew's laughing. Bill's laughing. Scotty was probably there. He's dying. And Cliff, Cliff couldn't finish the show. I've only and, and to his and that's saying something because Cliff was a master. <laughs> he was like a buzzologist. Like he he regulated. How to stay in the zone? He I gotta stay. I gotta stay in the zone. He was never too drunk, never too sober. <laughs> he, he regulated. <laughs> he regulated it right. Like he he knew. Cliff, Cliff would walk off the stage of Jelly Rolls, grow across the street because he wasn't allowed to drink in the bar. No. At Dave's. No, no, a jelly roll. This is a jelly roll. Oh, a jelly roll. He would, so he, he knew he had an hour off. Mike, yes. Mike and Angelo. He would go to Mike, Mike and Angelo's. Great bar. He would sit there for 45 minutes, drinking God knows what, come back, uh, I, I, play his hour. Okay, it's got to be like not, a, not a Bud Light and Jaeger. Neither. Or, uh, very close. Stoli and Corona. It, it, yeah. It, it, <laughs> Which is, and this is this is Damien this is Damien Carte's term. Credit where credit is due. That's the musician's happy meal. Like yeah, musician's happy yeah, meal. Yeah, send me a happy meal, which is uh, the shot of your choice. Anybody but Cliff. Cliff would drink vodka and uh, and Corona with a lime. So the only reason I know that is because every up. night, every night after the shift, he was allowed two shift drinks. Boom. Come over to the bar, and I wouldn't even ask him. Corona, mm. shot of Stoli. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and so the only straight, not chill, straight. Well, Just straight vodka. We're mm-hmm. talking about Cliff. I'm sorry, buddy, if you hear this. The only other time I've seen Cliff in that state. Like, very, very... Oh, shit. Three times. Rolling off the stage. So, one oh, time... So funny. One time there where he couldn't finish, right? We had one night. We were in the Bahamas. Oh, God, yes. We were in the Bahamas, and uh, and we were, we were out late watching a, watching a band, and, and Cliff had crossed over into the... <laughs> Into the other side, and we were here standing. We were, we were I love standing that term. There. Oh, wait a minute. We we need to preface it with spring break. Yeah, he <laughs> was just standing there, rocking back and forth, and uh, and and he was toast. And that another time. It, at uh, Floyd's in Tallahassee, I had driven down with him, and we were finished playing. And oh, we got Jesus. we got back to the hotel, and uh, I was counting out. I was counting out our money. Good. I was counting out our money, and uh, and I look over, and Cliff is in his boxers with beer on his stomach, feet on the floor, beer on his stomach, completely passed out. <laughs> And I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess with it. I wanted to see how long he stayed that way. And seven and a half hours later, I woke up. and He was in the same position. So it was actually a, it was a feed of. There the was per- a video at one point on your phone of him in the Bahamas, in the Bahamas right. dancing. He's like he's he's got a coconut. Oh he's God! He's drinking out a coconut, <laughs> and there's eighteen year olds everywhere, and he's yeah, he's he's getting his drink on. So, so. that back, backs up to the Dave story. That's true. I, I could walk into a bar today. And Cliff would be playing, and he would play the same 15 songs that he played 15 years ago. Hey, if it works. It doesn't work. 
anymore. Anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, he is. He did. He did. My retire. You just have to. Stay he did in kill your Sweet Child of Mine to, there for a while. You have to stay in your generation. You just have to kind of. No. Nah. But but oh, no. no. Doesn't nah. work that way. Back back in the day, Jeller was though. Cliff was an absolute home run hitter. I mean, yes. he was a, a monster. Sweet Child of Mine. And killed. A, and to this day, a monster musician. He's, 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 yeah. The best was when uh, he would get drunk and Jimmy would do Karma Chameleon and Cliff would put on this little. <laughs> the reggae <laughs> thing. The reggae <laughs> thing. <laughs> Actually, actually, I don't know when this turned into tell stories about Cliff because there's there's not one person that's in this circle. Four guys could sit around and tell stories about me that would be equally as embarrassing. Oh sure. Actually, my, my would be, the ones they would tell about me would be way more embarrassing. But you haven't lived. We'll tell it. You haven't lived until you see Cliff write the words or read the words to pump up the jam. Oh on yes, his hand right, while, right. While Jimmy plays piano. And so I'll never. We came up from downstairs. We were on break. We we're playing, actually playing chess on break. We heard it, and we came walking up, and we're standing there in the back, and he's standing up, reading pump, pump about the jam. There's never, never has there been. Uh, well, he probably gets the he probably gets the timing right if he reads it that he, slow. He, he does not know. Should hear. I'm thinking like. You like, should hear him butcher gin and juice. It's bad. <laughs> Uh, what's, anyway. what's your favorite drunk idiot at dueling pianos or funny dueling piano story? I mean, you guys have done thousands. Any and every one of them would have to happen at Sluggers in Savannah. <laughs> 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 there was this. We had just we had been in Austin. That's where we met working for Jelly Rolls, and that club only lasted a year. And they moved us to Atlanta. We were probably in Atlanta oh, nine months. We get a call from this trashy sports bar in Savannah wanted us to come down on Sunday. Sunday night. To oh, I'm game. Well, neither one, of, uh, neither one of us knew where Savannah was. He's on the phone with him. I'm pulling out the map. I'm like, Wait, it, it this really looks is the, far. The guy, the, guy, the guy had called. And, it's only and, four hours. And we were talking about it, and, and he, was like, he was like, what's it going to cost? I was like, man, we work... At the time, we, at the time we were working too much anyway. They had just opened Jelly Rolls Disney, so we're playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Atlanta. Disney <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesdays, and then back to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every Saturday. other week, every so other week we're, we're doing the work. We're already working too much, right? Yeah. And uh, so we we grossly over uh, overestimated our value, and uh, <laughs> and the guy was like ninety percent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rough podcast. <laughs> but so the guy agreed to pay an exorbitant amount of money for Jeff and I to drive down there on Sundays. And, and he supplied the pianos. They gave us a room, free food, and a bar tab. Damn. Wow. And a ton. I mean, a dump truck full of cash. I mean, like, really. For 1996, yeah, so, it was a lot of money. It is a lot of money for now. And we, and we go down, and uh, when we start doing it, this is every opportunity this is uh, Jelly Rolls. We're, there's no swearing. It's a very clean show. Adult humor is fine, but it's a, it's a clean enough show. And this was an opportunity to take the bluest material you could create and throw it to and them. make it bluer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think that was my favorite part about Diamond Dave's because we got the Gangbang song, the Limerick song. That show at Dave's was still tame was, compared to that one. Well, that was sort of a refined version of what we could do in Savannah. But the one at Run Around Sue's was equally... I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Tell your slugger story. Because <laughs> I know which one it is, and it's one of the best ones. Yes, it is. Uh, let's just say, 
the first night we went down there, it went over like gangbusters. And so the owner came in, it was like like Boss Hog. He's like, well, you boys are great. We don't do contracts or none, but we want you, you come back next Sunday, we'll pay you the same. Well, it ended up lasting a year and a half every mm-hmm. Sunday. Nice. And we had. What, this, why did it stop? Did they go out of business? No. It, I'll tell you why it stopped. Oh, because they get arrested. Three guys, three guys, and I put it together. I even played with one last week mm-hmm. who was one of complicit in stealing this gig from us. Three guys from Crocodile Rock said they'd do it for $150 each. Oh which God. was which was way less than they were paying. That was more. basically our bar tab. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These guys came down. No one for three weeks in a row. No one came in once they learned me and Mark were not coming. Oh, we yeah. had disciples. We had disciples. We, so they asked us. Back. Well, that's the one thing hey. about you guys. You're so likable that sounds like Wine Town Wednesday. Wine Town Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we got we got out to a hundred people. The second we stopped doing it. Died. Died. Six months later. Yeah, well, everything about yeah. it. Everything about it was the communication, and also the thing about the sluggers gig. And I, and I will glance over this best I can. We not only did we befriend those people, right? We we had. I'm telling you, this is right before cell phone pictures and stuff. It's, it's a kinder, <laughs> gentler time. We we would drag seventy of those people back to the hotel room at the Holiday Inn and have. Good old fashioned rocking hotel parties. I mean, every yeah. we on a number of mythological like Joe Walsh, Led Zeppelin, like yes. status, like TV, stepping like over TV, bodies, and like TVs going out of the windows right, 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 on more right. than one occasion. <laughs> right on more than one occasion, we would have a room that opened up to the courtyard where the grass was and the pool. And on more than one occasion, there would. People would track in and out so much grass that the room would look, it would look like someone, or at least we would sneak out of the room with the maids on the other end, like sneak out, because there was no credit card by us, there was nothing, the room was provided by the club, and actually the hotel people were really great about it, but there is a night at this... There's so many. There's so many hotel stories. I I won't tell because I know that this night involved me and Cal Talente. No, no, no. no, I'm not not that one. Not on the air. Oh my god. But so there's at the club, the show for an hour was pretty tame. It was sing along. They had they had their they had created some own their own sing along bits. They when we sang Sweet Home Alabama, they thought it was so funny to make fun of Alabama that instead of singing the word Alabama. They would talk it as slow as they could. So we'd say "Sweet Home" and they go, "Alabama." That was like their. That was a bit that was. That's, but we started stripping people naked. <laughs> and I'm and I, when I'm not kidding when I say naked, we. Is before midnight. No, it's just it's on a Sunday night. Sunday in night, Savannah. Before midnight. Show was nine to midnight, so this is right, right about eleven thirty or so. But Damn, we had a before we, midnight. We had some real successes with different <laughs> groups of people, but yeah. we had this one guy. His name was Tony. Dancing Tony. He was an army ranger. Oh, Jesus. And they called him Dancing Tony, and, and he was our final bit. We'd bring him up in the night, and it was right after the full month he came out. <laughs> oh, so God. We would play Leave Your Hat On, and to, uh, to his credit, he did. He wasn't one of these guys that just stripped. Man, he had a dance. Tony, Tony would dance. have a cigarette in one right. hand, a drink Beer. in the other, and still get completely naked, not like, spill. He, and he'd dance, and then he'd take it off slowly. And, and then uh, he'd, he'd, he'd get down to his boxers and he'd work it down. The girls, would, yeah. he worked it. The girls would scream and he'd work it. 
He'd drop trial, and then it'd just be all hanging out. And I know what you're wondering. Yes, circumcised and a shower. Not a So what made this so funny, though, is this is, so we would do this with, with regularity, and Tony was kind of regular, but what it also did was it promoted girls to want to get into the game. So yes. after Tony did his, there was always a, a lucky girl involved. And the I think a lucky girl. <laughs> I think to them that it was a privilege. <laughs> it was an honor and a privilege and to come on stage. Tony. And totally. So, so but one night there was one night. One yeah. night Jeff Just and I night. this is I've never seen anything like this on stage. Well, no, we had a, a waitress, right, who uh, uh, had a little bit too much. Missy to drink, was her name, right? Well, Missy came up to do the strip thing, but uh, let's just say where normal stripping stops, Missy didn't. Missy, <laughs> it was her last night at work. Oh yeah, she didn't just. Go, Missy. She didn't just get completely naked. She started performing sexual acts to herself <laughs> while crawling up and down the rail. And the thing is, even though that seems outrageous to this crowd, they were happy and they were cheering for her. But it wasn't that far out of the box. No, no. But you also need to know that she still hadn't finished her shift yet. <laughs> <laughs> she put down the tray drinks, took off her clothes. But that, she you know, whatever. She was and then in went the middle, back to serving She was clothes. in the middle of her shift yeah, when this yes. occurred. And you couldn't do that now because there'd be okay. a video of it and we would all have been arrested. But at the time, it really wasn't that big a deal. It was pretty normal. Yeah. These poor kids these days because yeah. they're, they're never going to experience this. There was that a guy, happens. There was a black guy that came in one night. And at the door, they had a little sign that said, no insignias, no flags, no colors. Well, he thought it meant no colors. Went to his gun. <laughs> he got a pistol. He came back in, ran through the bouncers, shot it off. Thank God he hit nobody. They immediately, We saw it from the stage. I was about ready to climb under the piano. Nobody's faced. <laughs> Nobody left. Like, like it wasn't like oh my! It wasn't like no. you see on videos people running. And they're like, no. I swear there was one guy at the bar that went. Huh. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, and that uh, there's just this this never-ending list of outrageous things that happen at at uh, at Sluggers. But we'll leave it. We'll leave that. We'll one. leave it for another another show. Yeah, it's impressive. It was a uh, it was a kinder, wilder time. Uh, and. Uh, uh, the hotel was probably even more so. I mean, yeah. There's video somewhere on the end. Uh, no, at one point from VHS, you know, like full no, over the shoulder, like it's eight millimeter from Bill Gates' birthday. There's well, there's lots of video. We took, but this one is it's from from. Bill I saw it once. Mark and I went through a phase where we were pulling, going through all this video and Ooh. getting it onto. See, I was able to find a way to get it on the CD for him. Right. So I had at one. Well, point, then it's digital. Then you can yeah. get it. Yeah, Quality so we did a lot of that with some, some of the Ocean Street stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. One night he had some friends come down from Hilton Head. This was probably the drunkest we Mark both had ever been. My roommate, it was my roommate in college, is, is Bachelorette, Bachelorette Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it was his bachelor party, and uh, they were driving down, and they were grossly late. So it's 1230, and uh, we're still doing the show. And the bar is essentially closed. When they finally get there, 
Right. They come in around 1230. They're not allowed to be open, so they put the paper bags up. I'm sorry, the garbage bags up on the room, and they lock yeah. the door. There's, there's probably still 50, 80 people left, right? And they come in, and now everybody's doing shots. And At least you were sending us shots of 151 top. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah. and the party was, we were trying to stop, but nobody was having it. At one point, this is this is true, this is not fabricated for the effect of, 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 of sounding, but at one point, we were doing a conga line, and Jeff and I are on stage playing, and they're going around the bar, and as they're coming past the end of the bar, the bartender's just straight up squirting them. <laughs> With cranberry juice for no reason. So anybody that's wearing white is covered in red. This, this is going on. We then get in the piano man, and uh, uh, and Jeff was in a cliff length state. He had expired. They put, they put a plastic bag over my ears <laughs> yeah. in case I was to throw up. Um, but I, I remember piano man lasted forty five minutes. It was oh, Jesus. But that's and, how long the song is. The song is long enough. And the whole point of the story is, is we carried this this night of debauchery back to the hotel, right? And uh, I'll let you take it from here. Well, I was passed out through the whole thing, but cognizant enough to know there was just chaos going on around me. I was passed out my suit on a bed. There was just a party happening all the rest of the night. At some point, they had a friend that came out with a big guy named. They called him Oof. He was Brian Uffman. Oof. Oof. At one point, I just remember, I look up. He is in his tidy whities and he goes, move over. <laughs> And I, I, I am so drunk, I can't even move anything. I just looked at him and said, be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my he, God. He fell on top of me, and I eventually squeezed into the floor. Uh, by the morning, Mark was throwing up in the bathroom. And we had to drive to Orlando to play Jelly Rolls that night. Oh and we God. knew we were going to be in trouble, so the night, uh, that night back at the bar, we asked everybody to write down excuses for us. <laughs> Which I'd love to tell you what they said. We lost them. <laughs> and then the only time me and him have ever gotten a fight, the only time me and him ever in the 23 years we've known each other ever gotten a fight was arguing who was going to drive first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's true. All of it. We were, we were beyond wrecked. Who drove? I don't remember. We, we switched up either way. It doesn't matter. It, who drove first? It took half hour shifts. <laughs> That's what we would do. That was a rough one. And I remember, like, Michael Williams telling us, because like, our show was, you saw it, we were higher energy. We were, yeah. that night, Michael's like, you guys are kind of flat. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only other night that we performed at Jelly Rolls in Orlando where we were just flat out bad was Michael took us out to teach us how to wakeboard. Oh, I remember. So that. we're oh, out. Oh, you're, you're sore. You're, exactly. you're like, oh, no. So, and, and turns out when you're wakeboarding, like, what people will tell you is hold it sideways, hold on when the boat guns will yes. stand right up. What? Well, and bullshit. You won't. If, the, if they roll the boat, this is a little life lesson. If they roll the boat a little bit so you can start to feel the water rolling under and then gun it, you'll stand right up, right? So we're out there in the sun in the St. John's River for six hours. Everybody is oh. red, red, right? And nobody can, because we're just being basically drugged by the boat in the water for six hours, right? So that night when we get to work, we're exhausted from the sun, burned by the yes. sun, and nobody can move their hands. <laughs> so you've got four pieces Jimmy Ross, uh, Cliff Holcomb, me, and Jeff. You've got four guys who are pretty accomplished piano players. Sounds like we're wearing boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah. And even Michael, even Michael was like, well, I didn't really think that one through. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, back to actually Jelly Roll's stories. 
and this is a good bar story. And this is this is good advice for anybody who has a bar now. It'll probably get most of you fired and in trouble. <laughs> and we're probably if Michael Williams had, still to this day ever finds out about this, we'd probably be in trouble. But we closed the bar on Saturday nights after everybody cashed out. You remember we clear the pit. We'd clear the pit in front of the stage. We'd set up two chairs on one end, two chairs on the other. We'd divide up teams. Uh, we'd have two goalies with push brooms. Everybody else had regular brooms. We'd play uh, uh, ashtray hockey. And they had the little black ashtrays. The plastic ashtrays. Yes. And here's it the thing. It's about the same size. Right. And it was really fun, but the ashtrays let's just shatter. They didn't shatter. have integrity. <laughs> they were very quick. Yes. And so about a month after this, and we, you know, things were a little looser back in the day. We'd have a couple of drinks and we'd play for a while. And, and the thing is, you know, even when you're just playing casually, a broom comes up once in a while and catches you. I mean, there were some real, there were some real injuries. But about a month after it, Michael's like, I, I just don't understand how we go through so many ashtrays. <laughs> Well, you know, the patrons, they bump off the table something. But we were, we were sad. There was a, uh, who was it, Bob and our Wednesday night regulars bought us a case of ashtrays. That's right, Bob and Gus. Bob and Gus. That's true. It's okay. probably $28. <laughs> yeah. Where, where can, so Mark, where can people find you in your pianos and Ocean Street and... Plug, plug all your stuff now. You're plugging it again at the end. When's he coming back to Red Sky? Because that's this weekend. That's and the only weekend. That's the only time you ever invite me is when he's at Red we're, Sky. We're at Red Sky tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday, November twenty second, twenty third, December twenty oh. second, twenty third. But you're next weekend. Too. We're next Friday too. All right. So you guys well, you come next Friday. Yeah. Oh, hey, come next Friday. Remind me before we leave. I'll reserve a table next Friday for out for four, just so we have it in case anybody wants to come. But uh, my what are we are we double seating the airline? So you can't get seats in there. Really? No, it's sold out all the time. Damn. You got to like two weeks ahead. Kick ass. Yeah, kick ass. Uh, the band is OceanStreetMusic.com. And all the social movies, if you go Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, the record is uh, Hemingway or anything, and the band is Ocean Street. And then my personal Instagram page has my show schedule on I'll play um, Mark Cavalli. Hold On or something. Yeah. I usually play the, the good old boys, but I'll play Hold you On. Can't, uh, Every once in a while, I'll throw an Ocean Street song in at the end of the podcast. Uh, you can't even I'll, get that anymore. I've got it. My, my favorite is that, is that uh, cartoon that had Ocean Street playing that I showed you. It's like, you, you remember that? It was it was just after Stool Pigeons. And I'm like, hey, I've heard this song before. <laughs> Well, I called you and found it on a Netflix movie. Fucking beer pong saved my life. They used used Pandemonium. Didn't pay us a penny. It's the title track of the movie. Yes. They they start running. I'm sitting there watching. I said it to him. I'm like, like, I know this song. I know this song. I'm watching it like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching it. I'm like, the end comes. The credits start rolling. I start falling asleep. I'm like, what the hell is Pandemonium? I'm doing on it. And I texted you. I'm like, hey, this movie has your music in it. I'm yeah. pretty sure they didn't. When our uh, when our collecting agency, when the people at CSAC went to get it, the movie had long since went uh, defunct. Defunct. There was no money to get from it. I couldn't believe they used it, though. And I actually recognized it and just was like... You would think they would at least call and say, hey, man. Yeah, just really, say, hey. We really dig this song. We're going to use it in the movie. And we'd be like, oh, cool. You're going to pay them. They'd be like, no, there's no money. But we just want you to know we like... Hey, we love your song. So Ocean Street, anything for pianos? Mark um, Bali on uh, Facebook? It's, it's all on my Facebook, yeah. Okay. All the posts. Jeffrey, where, where else can we get your stuff? You you plug it all again one more time. JeffreyTaylor.com. That's Jeffrey with one L. J-F. One F Jeff. One F Jeff. Love that. One F Jeff. All right, let's. I'm going to cut some of this out because we're running a little long. But I think we need to talk about Froom. 
Froome was getting two years. He cheated. His blood was in a bag when they in, when they imported it back into him, and he can't get out of it. Okay, that's what covered. happened. Yes. Is this He's the, getting two years. Are you guys talking about the new Star Wars? <laughs> No. This is that Tour de France stuff you were talking so about. So Chris, Chris Froome won the Tour de France and the Tour, Tour de Spain. He won the Vuelta, but he the tested. Vuelta. He, 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 he had a B had sample, a, test positive, no, double the legal well, limit. A, he has an analytical adverse finding in AAF, right. which is more about the fact that he withdrew his blood and then re-entered it into his body. And then he beat he beat the other people on that day, but he's been using that same substance to lose weight, which is why he looks like a, a Ethiopian, an alien <laughs> that came down from whatever planet aliens come from. So you are talking about Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like racing Star Wars. It's the same. thing. All right, so I'll give you a couple of things I heard on your favorite person's podcast. Yes. So in order to test at the level he tested at. He would have had so he, he tested 30, 30 puffs in 30 under puffs two and half, in under two and a half hours of an inhaler. The average for a yes. person is eight in a day. He was on with a, asthma. So when they withdrew the blood, he was on a nebulizer before then. They withdrew the blood, not knowing that it had it within it. And then when they re-entered it, like contadors, um, tainted meat sample. Tainted meat sample. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just like if only musicians could cheat. So here's here's the other great, here's the other great takeaway from Lance. Jeff, laugh. Jeff, I would have this time. Instead of trying to be positive, positive for nothing, we'd be faking having something. We'd be, we'd be finding guys outside of Seven Eleven. Could you piss in this cup for me? I have to have a, I have to have drugs in my system to get this gig. The other great thing I took from Lance's podcast is he finds out what the substance is. Yes. His wife is asthmatic and she has the substance. Yes. So what does he do? He takes three puffs and goes for a ride to see what it will do. <laughs> he said, well, "He said I felt jittery, and that's it. But he didn't put enough into his system. Well, it's actually the same. You know, all the asthmatic drugs are, are very similar. Epidrin is part of that. And we all know the epidrin story from the 90s and 2000s when finally it was banned here in the United States. You couldn't buy the... What was it? Hydroxy. Refuel. Yeah, you couldn't buy them that had it in it mm-hmm. because and hydroxy cut. Be, and all hydroxy that. cut. Yeah, because because people would take eighty pills. Like, yeah. okay, I, I don't know if you've never experimented with drugs before, but you don't take eighty of anything. <laughs> you don't take any of anything, and and. And, and not feel anything. Right. But it, it's a very, very, very similar drug to what clenbuterol that Contour got busted for and others. Yeah, it's almost the same drug. They it, said it, it is. The, the doctor he had on, well, his, on the show you know, said the same thing. So as an inhaler, it doesn't help you lose weight or do other help you do the other thing or add muscle mass. But if you nebulize it or if you take it as a nebulizer. Mm-hmm. And so... He had the mask on. He did the drug. They withdrew blood, and then that blood was reintroduced to him the day before. That's why he beat Nibbly that day. It, it, I mean, this has been proven over and over again what's happened. He's getting. He's going to get two years. Okay. Have you seen the new BMC jersey? Yeah. 
<laughs> with the new sponsor. Yeah, on the collar. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the jersey's black and red. They've got the green tag thing on the side, and the now they've got like a, now they've got a blue and gold, yeah. or blue. And white. So to me, it looks like a Cosby holiday sweater. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like, how can you wear this thing? It's terrible looking. Well, so the BMC gentleman isn't isn't renewing next year. So they're working on plans to keep their sponsorship. Um, I'm gonna skip the NBA. Hawks are, Hawks are terrible. Uh, <laughs> Super bad. Clearly a rebuild. Uh, big big news out of Atlanta United this week. We signed uh, Nagby off the U.S. men's team. I believe he's playing out in Portland uh, with the Timbers. That is a good sign. I think that makes Atlanta United. I'm more impressed that you're impressed. Well, the guy's a solid player, and I think his skills translate well. He's a, a midfielder. It helps take a little pressure off Almiron. It puts them in a is good... Is he better than Michael Bradley? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Yeah, of course I'm he is. I'm just asking, is he better than Michael Bradley? He's better than Michael Bradley. Now he might not be better than Michael Bradley two years ago. Really? Huh? My, the Michael Bradley we saw two years ago was the best Michael Bradley we're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. But perfect fit for Atlanta United. Nice. I think they're one goaltender away from being a solid team. <laughs> Should we get Barman and Bebo season tickets to Atlanta United? Uh, I think we give away tickets when we can't go. It's going to be tough. Oh, that to, to one of our 20 listeners? <laughs> well, he says two. You eating tacos? <laughs> Jeff says two. Jeff says two. Only because you said nobody listens to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, we didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I love your setup here. It's great. That's fun. Though I've seen a bigger budget in hostage videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the backer. <laughs> we, we can get a video camera if you need one. <laughs> and a and an Al Qaeda flag behind us. <laughs> you want to sacrifice me and Mark here? I love the I love the content. I'm not overwhelmed by the integrity of the chairs, but other than that. <laughs> uh, I tested them before I'm like, I don't know if these are gonna make it. It's usually my chair too. Um well, you guys are here. Let's talk Star Wars. Everybody saw Star Wars? Yes. 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 <laughs> they don't, don't. yes. No, 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 no. Podcast Drew anyway, Drew. The podcast. He's Luke already dies. said it. Drew already said it. I cannot, I cannot be part. Mark, thoughts? I loved it, but I'm, I'm the easiest demo. I love the fantasy. I just want the movies to continue. I, 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 I liked the one with Jar Jar Binks. You know, I like Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Get out. What? And don't come back. What? Those movies suck. Oh, you, you have to understand. He, he also loved the movie Xanadu. <laughs> That's a quality piece of art. For those of you out there that don't know what Xanadu is. <laughs> no, he, still, he still has some roller skates. I, I love it. Jeffrey, I, I your love opinion it. doesn't count. You fell asleep during it. <laughs> I fell asleep for 15 minutes in it. How? Where? How? Sleep deprivation will do Because oh. I, I had sleep deprivation. Okay. I, I like the cinematography of it. I, I like the initial story. Again, it reminded me a little bit of Empire, the middle movie. Uh, middle one's got to be a little dark. You know. The, the, the Super Leia thing, come on, that kind of was a little... Funky that was my cringeworthy moment. Yeah, that was like uh, she's in space. All right, I mean, so you don't, all right. you don't come back from space. Hold the on. other part, them dropping. Speaking of space, them spoiler alert! Bombs. Spoiler alert! If anybody hasn't seen it, wait. If anybody hasn't seen it, dude, we're a turn weekend. Off. Turn off. 
it, just, if you're you, have, weekend, you have to just well, just put your little edit in. Hey, that dude in dude. Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy came back from space too. It happens, you know. In the movies, that's true. Uh, the it's part the where they're force. dropping the bombs in space. There's no gravity. There's no gravity. <laughs> well, the fact that the ships are really, going so slow, too, made no is sense. Is that how right. an explosion would look in space? They're mag- There's no uh, oxygen. There are no explosions uh, in space. Right. So how do you... That's why it's called science fiction. Those bombs are magnetized. Magnetized? <laughs> 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 Your thoughts? I thought it was great. I know why. I, I, I love the fact that... When Ray brings the lightsaber to Luke, he just throws it over his shoulder. Was, like, there's a lot of good comic <laughs> elements to the movie. It's like, it's like really. It's just yeah. great to see Mark Hamill working. And that's really what Star Wars is now. It's like, are you really going to take it so seriously? He's had that a thought, long career. You, you thought Luke Doing was going to like? There's going to be so. I'm done with this. No. I loved it. I want to go see it again. I want to. You I, already saw it twice. I saw it once. I only saw it once. I didn't get a chance to see it. You didn't go Saturday? I, I didn't. Wanted I didn't. More Todd R2 said D2. he saw you on Friday night. I wanted huh? more R2D. Todd said he saw you on Yeah, Friday. I ran into him at, as I was leaving and the theater. He was going. Lightsaber. I stabbed uh, <laughs> Preston right in the chest. <laughs> um, well, I, let me pose a question to you guys since you, you liked it. Now that they pretty much killed off. What we grew up with Star Wars as? Well, that's the idea. How that's my Yoda what, went and burned the tree down. What is going to carry the next one? Um, the new light. Well, you'll have Luke will still be in it. No. Yes, he will. Oh yeah, no, he'll he be. Won't. He'll be standing. Come on, are you kidding me? He'll no, be, they'll bring Yoda back. He'll be standing. No, everyone loves Yoda. No. He he'll has be, a connection to Ray. He is Ray's teacher. He will right. be back, just like Obi Wan came back. He didn't even just teach like, Ray. He didn't even teach Ray how to move rocks. She did it on her own. Well, she knew how. There's she only so much you can teach her. Also, well, that's what we went it'll through. Be, it'll be Qui-Gon, Ben, Anakin, uh, <laughs> oh my and Yoda. And, and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's no definitive that he's dead. Mace oh Windu may not be dead. That's what I'm saying. Well, then why name your movie The Last Jedi? Oh. Who's The Last Jedi? Luke or Ray? Well, that's what they're all discussing is the fact that that the last Jedi is done because religion is done, and therefore we don't know. You don't Mace have Windu to have you not. don't have to have religion with someone who's anointed a religious person. Hmm. Luke turned his back on the Force. He was not the last Jedi, but then he used it again to buy them a few moments. So they can follow, follow the silver foxes out, and then <laughs> crystal foxes. And Ray, You're a silver fox. Those are crystal foxes. <laughs> and and Ray moved rocks. They're looped and teacher to move. All right, I know. So I've been following the Rotten Tomato score. Yes, ninety-two by the critics, fifty-three by the fans. Come in, Chris. Well, everyone that likes the everyone that likes four, five, and six hates. Just hates the new movies. Those I know. People, I like them. Those people that come out as haters, right? They're just mean, miserable people who have to hate things. Just say it, Mark. They're Republicans. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're just. 
They're just they're <laughs> for the taxpayer. <laughs> Some people just can't get out of their own way and be happy about anything. Exactly. And those are the people. Look, yeah, if you you want you can start with the no explosions. You can if you really want to be that guy, you can take those Star Wars movies and you can tear them apart. Yes. And and if that's the way you want to spend your life, then do it. But the rest of us, I just want to go sit in a comfy chair, you know, eat some popcorn. I, I want two hours where I don't have to worry about anything else in life except for what's going on. on How this long screen. can you make hours. the lightsaber fights? That's what I. That's what I want to know. Keep it coming. I don't care. All right. So I know why the score is so low from the audience. Everybody who's a Star Wars fan was expecting Empire Strikes Back and didn't get it. It wasn't it was dark pretty enough. close. But it wasn't dark enough. No, it wasn't. There was no big, there was no big reveal. Come on. They Ray, 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 and, I mean, that, no, that whole no, dynamic is, we don't find is a out. thousand percent more amazing than, than. Here's the problem. Everybody's upset that they're not related. But eventually, if you're going to tell more stories, you got to. Agreed. You're playing the long game. People were expecting, oh my god, she's Leia's daughter, or she's Obi-Wan's daughter, but or she's Palpatine's daughter. Everybody else in the movie is already their daughter. I know. So that's what people are mad about. It's like a, it's like an Appalachian, it's like it's, an Appalachian family basically story. Basically, it turns out that you can have Jedi powers too. He does. How do you not know? Right, exactly. This isn't the podcast. You don't have to be. You don't have to be related. <laughs> you don't have to be related to a bloodline. Right. But that's what they're showing when they show the little kid the from, the, from the from the from the that moves the, the room. Planet, it's like you know that's Ray Ray Little Boy Junior. That's Anakin. That's how we found Anakin, right? Yeah, the only human that can pog race. Pog. Pod. 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 Pod race. Is it pod race? Pod race. Oh, it's with the G. It's a pod. Pan. It's a little pod. Pam. Pam. Pan. Pam. Pan. Pam. 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 Why are you guys wearing tuxedos? It felt a little weird when you guys showed up in tuxedos. Okay. I can actually taste that. So, was that City Vegas? Kind of. Are those people upset because people that go to Vegas no, those have money? We're Republicans. <laughs> no, are those people upset that people go to Vegas that have? You don't have to have a whole lot of money to go to Vegas, though. No, no, maybe it was more like Monte it was Monaco. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. It was probably Monte Carlo, more similar. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's sound. Yeah. Look nice. Yeah. So we got another Star Wars movie in six months. Yeah, what? young Han Solo. Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Oh, the story we of have, the smuggler. Can't wait. Then we have another <laughs> Star Wars. So episode nine will be a year and a half after that. They're then, saying summer, but I hope it gets pushed. No, up. it's May. It's May. It's May. They're going to move them out of this December. They might move Boba Fett back into the December. But well, really, really, the easiest way to think about it is fiscal cycles for Disney, and when they want, well, they'll be out of Marvel movies by then. And then they'll have the <laughs> Chewbacca trilogy. They've been out trilogy. of Marvel movies for a year now. No, so Ryan Johansson is in charge of a separate trilogy altogether. Uh, nice job. Fixed. <laughs> Sorry, it started playing. Um, just started playing good old boys because we've gone so long. Um, so there's nine Boba Fett, and then Ryan Johansson, the guy who directed this, is not Ryan Johansson, it's Ryan Johnson. Rain. Ryan Johnson. Rain. 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 He's in charge of another trilogy altogether that's going to be completely separate and have nothing to do with 
with any of this stuff. But in the Star Wars universe. In the Star Wars universe, yeah. Interesting. So that comes out. I don't know when that comes up, but that was announced recently. Falls the light. And I would assume, based on the success of these movies, there will be a 10, 11, and 12, I would think. It's going to fall on the musicians in the bar in Tatooine. <laughs> young. <laughs> a young It's going to be a podcast with the musicians. No, I sent it, it, it to him, the most icely cantina. Yeah. <laughs> A young Jabba the Hutt. Those are the young Jabba. This um, is the, this what 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 is Han Solo? No, it's um. Obi Wan says these are the. These aren't the droids you're looking for. No, these are the lowest dregs of society. society. <laughs> you know, you'll find meeting in one place, and I'm like, I so connect. <laughs> Um, my place in the galaxy is confirmed. What is he saying, Campbell Run? You are by far the most distinguished group of degenerates and scofflaws ever associated. Thank you. Yes. Um, all right, so everybody thumbs up for Star Wars. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I loved it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, we're going to cut out all the NHL stuff because that's not important. Uh, one, one thing. The outdoor game on New Year's Day. <laughs> New York Rangers at, at Buffalo. <laughs> It was weird. I, I actually it's caught not a rivalry game. game. It's not a rivalry. No. Oh, you. No. You're talking about the, the, the one in Canada. Canadian one. The Canadian minus eight. Are there two? Yeah. Well, so there's Heritage Classic. What, I just classic. like the fact that they go no, outside. There's like five. And they honor their they honor their history and they go outside. We've had this discussion. Um, That's the cool part. NFL. Your Falcons eliminated my Packers. They're done. They only have to win two more to win the NFC South. And they could do it. <laughs> Dude, I love the fact that they play the Saints at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. That will be the best game. Yeah. If Sean right. Payton if Sean Payton even goes for the choke again, I swear to God, Dan Quinn is going to run across the field and drag him by his <clears throat> across. Um, did you catch any of the Steelers game? I know these two did because they're Steelers fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that what you brought us here to rub it in? No, no, no. no. Are you to say it's you a have catch? to talk about it. Are you trying to ask whether it's a catch, catch or not? Well, by the rules, it's not a catch. Can we get something on the table right away? Jesse James went to my high school, South Allegheny. He's the only gladiator in the NFL. He'll be the only South Allegheny gladiator. It's a, my, my graduate class was 110 people. It's the chances, you got a better chance of being a Jedi than someone else. <laughs> From my high school getting into the NFL. Luke died. There's no Jedi's left. All right. Yeah. You feel it was a catch or no? Would I call it a catch if I was refereeing on the field? I would call it a catch. You told me before. No. I unfortunately understand the rule. And uh, it's disappointing. The, the thing that you have to take... The whole, all the rules are different. When you're going, when you're making a catch and going to the ground, all of the other one foot, two foot, none of that matters. All that matters is that you secure the ball all the way through the ground. In this particular case, since he was going down when he catch it, when the ball wobbles, it's not a catch. It's a dumb rule. Des Bryant got by it in the playoffs because he clearly caught that ball twice. Yeah, he was he was stretching the ball. And what needs to happen for that to not be a catch is wrong because he definitely secured it. Well, there's a rule change done. There's going to be a rule change that says if you secure it and your knee goes down like that and nobody touches you, that completes the catch. Then when you stretch for the goal line, if he loses the ball, it's a little bit of a fumble. He recovers his own fumble. It's a touchdown. That's a touchdown in everybody's book except the rules of the NFL don't allow. 
allowed. The call was right. It's just the shitty rule. So here's I didn't see it. Drew texted me about it saying yeah. the refs ruined it. Yeah. I watched it Monday morning and I said, that's a catch. If one person touches him with one finger, that's a touchdown. Then he's down. And for whatever reason, the Patriots saw across the goal line and just left them be. No one touched him. And thus it's no not a catch. Yeah. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Really, the rule is bad. And, uh, and well, the rule, I think they're going to fix. Yeah. Because that situation specifically, if you cross the plane, if you're running the ball and you cross the plane, do the same thing, it's a touchdown. Yeah. But he caught the ball. Yeah, the, the rules wrong. The rules got to be fixed. In the act of going to the ground, it's yeah. making people. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Heartbreaking. I have a different take on it. Of course you do. You think it's a catch. <laughs> that was pointed out last night. <laughs> Um, We're going to go to fantasy land here. All right, we'll, we'll talk about two or three. We'll talk about three more things. <laughs> the Jaguars have clinched a playoff berth. How hard is that? Ask the Buffalo Bills that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Since well, they don't play in the same division as, as New England, so. I mean, the AFC South has been weak for a very, very, very long time. Sure. Titan. We're talking Titans. We're talking Texans. Well, speaking of the Bills, <laughs> they're still in the playoffs. And Tom Coughlin is part of the Jaguars again. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And and he's shown and he wanted to show the Giants that they made a mistake. Then um, Fournette is a beast. I, and I know there won't be any surprise from those two, but the Browns are nearing perfection. Nearing perfection. <laughs> they can still they can still grab ultimate defeat out of the jaws of victory. Man, I sure hope they don't. Just, Jessica told me a funny story a couple weeks ago. Some guy has already reserved a parade for the Browns <laughs> if they go completely defeated. Yeah. But the the I mean, it's paid, it's not, it's it's not scheduled and everything. Yeah, but the it's Lions did, the Lions did it. Downtown Cleveland. If they lose every game, the Lions did it only three years ago. I think it was longer than that. Four, four it's years within ago. the last five. It's within within the last five. So yeah. it's not it, it's not been undone. Um, Jaguars. Oh, I'm sorry, Panthers. Panther Gate. Panther Gate. You hear about the owner, right? Well, like Papa John's or like. Papa's out. Papa quit already. Yeah, well, you know that uh, the owner of the Panthers put the team up for sale. Yeah. Did, did you hear about <laughs> Casual Gene Friday? <laughs> I heard the story today. He was going around telling all the females, show me how you shake your butt to get in those jeans. That's what got him in trouble. <laughs> hey, man. I don't understand why you can't own something and not, and not I mean, if you don't want to work for it, don't work for it. There were multiple paid lawsuits that were with non-disclosures. Yeah. And tell me that's any worse than what gymnastics is going through. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. He's not being set. They're not. He's not selling the team because he wants to. It's because Goodell or Jerry Jones or Arthur Blank are saying, you better sell the team. We want nothing to do with you. Uh, it's worth $2.5 billion. I know that. And he is perfectly happy selling right now. Yeah, because he paid $200 million for it. Yes. Well, to buy into the league. Man, that's a good market. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Lift Lemieux sold right now. Good for him. I mean, yeah. he was, the team was for sale two years ago. He beat cancer. It's <laughs> Gordon. Got the number one greatest moment in NHL history. I don't know if you saw that. No. Five goals, five ways. Can't do it. Only player ever to do it. But if anyone thinks that P. Diddy and Colin Kaepernick are going to buy that team. Oh, I believe P. Diddy's going to buy that team, but I don't believe Colin Kaepernick's no, going to be involved in it. P. Diddy anything. isn't even close to buying that team. 
Not even close. Okay. Do I bet? Mm, no. Oh, come on. There's no black owners. Witness. Witness. <laughs> oh! That's just a fact. Well. <laughs> it's that old white boys club. Mm-hmm. You I, I'd love to see you it. You forgot Rich White Boys Club. There you go. Um, <laughs> old Rich White Boys Club. Yes. <clears throat> All right, so that does it for episode 24. Plug your stuff Because poker's got to start. Poker's so got to get... start. Poker's 10 and 15 minutes late. Every one of those... Is... Drew's already at the table. Yeah. He's already going through the dynamic that's occurring at this He's table. He's mel- mel- melded all the chips. Dude, he, he has already. You can... Uh, my, all of my, my schedule for all the music I do is posted on my Instagram, Mark Cavalli, Facebook, Mark Cavalli, and the record is available on every media that has music. The band is Ocean Street. The record is Hemingway or anything. Jeffrey. Find me JeffreyWalksAmerica.com. That's 1FJeff or JeffreyTaylor.com. You can find out everything you need to know from either of those sites. Um, So we're now available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. Did you find us? I did. Yeah, you could just find the picture. Yeah. (laughs) I'm your third subscriber. (laughs) (laughs) Google, that's a lot for a week. We're late to Google. (laughs) Um, We'll be back probably in about two weeks. Yeah, we have to get through the holidays and all that. Yeah. So maybe if the Falcons do well, we might be able to sneak in. We gotta finish the wing bracket too. We haven't. We've slacked off on that. Well, we powered. We powered in the beginning so much. It's hard to not slack off afterwards. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Barman and Bevo podcast. I guess that's what it is on Google Airplay or Google yeah. Play too. Um, Podbean, Barman and Bevo podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on. We're not on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. <laughs> Are <laughs> we? Like no, is that a real thing? <laughs> you guys wouldn't get it. Uh, enjoy your holidays. We'll post when we're going to be back. Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, certainly reach out. Have a good holiday. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, Mike. You play to win the game. Thank you for the headphones. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Take care, everybody. <laughs>
Oh 